Trump, who is the GOP frontrunner, has said that if he is reelected, he could end this war in 24 hours. What is your reaction and message to former President Trump about that? Former President Trump said that about 24 hours that he can manage it and finish the war. For me, uh, what can I say? So he's very welcome to all. President Biden was here and he, I think he understood some details which you can understand only being here. So I invite President Trump, if he can come here, I will need 24 minutes. Yes, 24 minutes, not more. Yes, not more, 24 minutes to explain President Trump that he can't manage this war. He can't bring peace because of the Putin if, but always we have if, if he is not trying and if he is not ready to give our territory uh, for this terrible man, for, 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 for the Putin. If you are not ready to give it, if you are not ready to give our independence, he, 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 can't, he can't manage it. Yes. You so have, he's very welcome. He's welcome. Welcome back to Ukrainian SITREP. We're here with our friend Alex in Kiev, and he's going to give us an update of the war on the ground. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everybody. So uh, go ahead. Tell us what's happening. We, we don't, ever since the Israeli war started, uh, the conflict down in Gaza, Ukraine has fallen off the map. So what is going on? Uh, can I start with the slides? Yes. Please. All right. Um, um, the current situation uh, in Ukraine, uh, and uh, we will have uh, this uh, in uh, with several examples. So let's take a look at the war war situation in Ukraine. <clears throat> uh, last week there was um, a huge turmoil and a huge scandal in Ukraine. Uh, in the media and in the politics and uh, in the Verkhovna Rada and uh, the office of the president. Uh, and uh, the turmoil started uh, when uh, the chief commander Zaluzhny gave an interview to The Economist and a lot of uh, American media uh, reposted uh, that interview. That caused quite a scandal in the United States also. And uh, you might have read the interview already, but let's uh, talk about uh, the consequences of that interview. One of the um, one of the reasons for the scandal were several words uh, said uh, by the Chief Commander General Zaluzhny. And one of the main words is the statement, as you can see, it's reposted to, by The Hill. Uh, the problem is that um, uh, when the Israel uh, Israeli war started, 
the financing for the Ukrainian army virtually stopped. Uh, a lot of um, previously confirmed uh, supply and delivery were halted and uh, diverted uh, to um, to the Israel uh, army. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people and politicians in Ukraine got upset, and apparently that showed uh, that had a consequence on the um, war operations in Ukraine. And uh, basically, within the last uh, month, we see that uh, the counteroffensive operations um, conducted by the Ukrainian army have been halted, and the Ukrainian army uh, began to. Uh, guards uh, began to, to guard the positions that they conquered within the um, counteroffensive. Okay. Uh, we, uh, one of the consequences, and uh, we understand that um, <clears throat> the scandal that uh, caused uh, the turmoil in Ukraine uh, is caused by the uh, conflicts uh, within the uh, Chief, uh, Chief of Staff of Ukraine, that includes uh, President of Ukraine Zelensky and uh, his personal aide, uh, Secretary Andrei Yermak. Uh, on the picture, you can see uh, Chief Commander Zaluzhny on the left and Andrei Yermak uh, on the right. Andrei Yermak uh, um, is a part of uh, the so-called Chief Command uh, meeting, Chief, Chief Command Committee uh, in Ukraine. However, he is not uh, constitutionally uh, responsible to be present in any chief command committee. Uh, according to his position uh, in uh, the office of the president, he's considered uh, a secretary, an aide. And he's not even on the payroll of the office of the president. He's not, uh, his position is not constitutional. His position is not anything that is considered a functional level position. So he is a personal aide of uh, President Zelensky. Uh, all um, media in Ukraine uh, who understand any glimpse of the situation reported a uh, huge conflict uh, between uh, Yermak and Zaluzhny caused by um, recent uh, negotiations of the office of the president of uh, Zelensky and Yermak to talk with Zaluzhny uh, and to make Zaluzhny withdraw his candidacy from the upcoming presidential elections in Ukraine. The current uh, um, population polls showed uh, enormous, uh, um, enormous popularity of uh, General Zaluzhny among the population of Ukraine, more than 50% would vote for President, uh, president candidate Zaluzhny instead of uh, President Zelensky. And uh, the current uh, fake polls uh, issued by Yermak and uh, uh, the sociological companies that uh, are tied to Yermak show that President Zelensky has uh, 75 plus percent of uh, population, um, population support. But that's not the case when uh, the real uh, polls showed the the quite opposite situation. So Zelensky is, if he holds an election, will be forced out. Is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. that's why he's not holding an election. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just uh, three days ago, 
three days ago, um, the Minister of Defense of Ukraine that uh, was appointed just approximately two months ago, his name is Zumirov, and you can see uh, his picture on the screen. Um, this uh, newly appointed Minister of Defense uh, sent uh, um, a proposition uh, to President Zelensky to fire one of the top uh, generals in Ukraine, Brigade, uh, Brigade General Kharenka, Viktor. Uh, Viktor Kharenka was fired uh, by President Zelensky without any, uh, any confirmation from um, General Zaluzhny. We understand that this move from President Zelensky and Yermak uh, was made specifically to target uh, General Zaluzhny and uh, send him uh, a personal offensive message uh, that Yermak and Zelensky are quite serious about not letting Zaluzhny to ballot for the presidential election. And that's why they start to fire his, uh, uh, his generals without notifying chief commander that uh, the generals would be fired. Uh, chief commander Zelens, uh, Zaluzhny responded to that that uh, he did not get any notification from the office of the president and uh, he is shocked and um, uh, he cannot do anything because uh, Minister of Defense and President Zelensky decided to fire one of his top uh, generals. The nuance of this situation is that uh, Viktor Kharenka, uh, who is a brigade general, uh, he was responsible for the special, special forces uh, operations uh, in Donetsk on the front line. And uh, um, those special forces operations are uh, specifically designed for any intricate uh, operations that uh, might be a threat for the potential revolt inside the army. So that means that uh, we can forecast a motivation from the office of the President Zelensky uh, to get rid of uh, people that surround Zaluzhny that can support Zaluzhny in a potential threat to President Zelensky. So it's a classic uh, Soviet purge, essentially. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a purge of uh, uh, one of the team members that surround a person of power that is a threat to President Zelensky. Right. Um, then uh, you can see on this picture, you can see the um, uh, General uh, Kharenka that uh, was sent uh, from from the position of the chief of the special forces operations on the front line he was sent uh, to the military intelligence reconnaissance unit and uh, it was declared by zelensky that uh, this general will continue to serve uh, ukraine as a general inside the military constant situation so that means that uh, instead of uh, the leading the frontline units this general was sent into the reconnaissance unit. Uh, he he continues to keep his rank, but uh, from the uh, position and perspective, that means that uh, he has been um, withdrawn from his current uh, strong position on the front line. Um, Let's come back to, for a moment uh, to another picture and uh, let me remind you that uh, within last week, uh, General Valery Zaluzhny 
um, said, we can read it here, uh, said no beautiful breakthrough was imminent and that breaking the deadlock could require advances in technological warfare. So what happened last week? Uh, last week, uh, Russians reported uh, hitting uh, um, a lot of uh, Ukrainian airplanes, hitting a lot of uh, Ukrainian tanks, hitting a lot of uh, Ukrainian army. Uh, and uh, in some of the in some of the uh, reports, uh, I even saw that uh, Ukraine lost uh, um, in total twenty six uh, MiG-29 fight fighters. So that means that almost all available MiG-29 fighters were lost uh, within just a short period of time, maybe a couple of months. Um, and uh, Valery Zaluzhny uh, admits that uh, he admitted that it was his mistake when he um, thought that there, there was a possibility to break through the uh, the front lines established by uh, Russian forces. Uh, Valery Zaluzhny basically admitted that the counteroffensive uh, uh, is over. And uh, he uh, described the situation that in order to continue the war, and uh, in my personal opinion, the article and the interview given by um, General Zaluzhny was quite... Uh, was quite uh, attentive to details, so it was it had a lot of attention to details, and he did not uh, point uh, uh, to the fact that the war is over or the war is lost, but he pointed to the attention of uh, American uh, readers and politicians in 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 the United States that the war is a stalemate from the current perspective at the current situation in Ukraine. Uh, I have been telling this uh, for more than a year already. Mm -hmm. I right. forecasted uh, that the war is an stalemate, uh, um, ex specifically approximately uh, 13 months ago. Um, I based my uh, forecast uh, more than a year ago on my personal travels uh, to, to the front line of Ukraine, and I saw and I communicated uh, with... Uh, military personnel I communicated with volunteers who delivered food uh, to the front lines. So um, within one year uh, of my observation of the current front line, the troops of Russian uh, Federation and troops uh, uh, led by generals from Ukraine, they were moving back and forth. And the front line was moving, but, not, but not, not, nothing was moving drastically. So that means that the stalemate uh, uh, on the front line has been developing from approximately the middle of uh, last year. And the current uh, acceptance of the stalemate by Valeria Zaluzhny is the acceptance of the year-long situation that's uh, developed on, on the front line. So what will uh, happen um, within, the, uh, within the country? Uh, on the picture, you can see... <coughs> On the picture, you can see uh, the current uh, uh, acting uh, director of uh, Ukrenergo. Ukrenergo is the uh, electricity operator distribution uh, operator in Ukraine. And um, uh, we can see in his interview that he warns about the upcoming blackouts that uh, will hit uh, a lot of cities in, uh, in Ukraine. 
and um, he warns that Ukrainians have to be prepared for long periods of blackouts. And uh, uh, speaking about the length of those blackouts, I can I can tell you that if uh, last winter some of the blackouts would last for a couple of days, uh, my personal forecast uh, for this year that we will see blackouts. Uh, for two, three, four days uh, in Kyiv easily. And in some cities, uh, there will be blackouts for three days, four days, five days easily. And this is from the infrastructure damage you're anticipating, right? Yes, this is uh, totally from the infrastructural damage. Mm -hmm. um, coming back to the stalemate. Uh, so we see the stalemate uh, on the front line, but there's no stalemate of uh, hitting the infrastructure, uh, infrastructure of Ukraine. Russia has accumulated an estimated uh, 500 uh, rockets that they will use uh, every couple of weeks uh, uh, within upcoming months in November and December. Uh, the situation that happened last year in November, in December and in, in January will be mirrored this, uh, this year. And the upcoming blackout, I personally forecast that will hit uh, uh, Kyiv uh, in a matter of a uh, couple of weeks. Another situation uh, for you. Uh, on the picture right here, uh, we see uh, a very famous blogger uh, who used to be uh, a political aide um, and a political advisor and a spokesman uh, for President Zelensky. His name is Alexei Aristovich. Uh, just in couple of months, uh, just a couple of months ago, uh, Alexei Aristovich uh, traveled to New York, and uh, he spent some some time in New York. And uh, on the picture on the right, you can see that uh, he he took his picture uh, on uh, near the capital, um, the capital, the capital of uh, capital building of uh, the United yeah. States. Yeah. So what, what is this connection and why I would like to you to, to look at uh, Alexei Aristovich. Alexei Aristovich uh, last week uh, supported uh, this scandal that was initiated by the article of uh, Valery Zaluzhny speaking about the stalemate on the front line. Approximately within the same period of three days, Alexei Aristovich uh, his current presence uh, and location is not known. He might be in Washington, he might be in New York. Well, he went uh, on the TV screen and he declared that uh, there is a stalemate and uh, Ukrainians should prepare to lose uh, those territories currently occupied by Russia in exchange for peace. Uh, immediately after this interview, Alexei Aristovich uh, declared that he would uh, ballot for a president of Ukraine. What is his connection to the president of Ukraine? We can see here that uh, Alexei Aristovich is a personal aide that was hired by Andrei Yermak, who is currently the personal aide of uh, President Zelensky. And uh, we would like you to look uh, closely at the current conflict that is developing in the political and uh, military situation in Ukraine, led uh, by Andrei Yermak. So Andrei Yermak, and according to um, People's Deputy Alexander Dubinsky, you can see his picture on the left, 
just a couple of days ago, Alexander Dubinsky declared that uh, an oligarch Lovachkin, who is a longtime partner of uh, Mr. Firtash, and Lovachkin and Firtash are longtime partners of Russian oligarchs, they continue to finance the office of the president of Ukraine, led by Yermak. And uh, uh, in order to support his words, Alexander Dubinsky um, described the situation that uh, he and Zelensky and Yermak uh, had six trips to Russian Federation, to Moscow in 2019 uh, and uh, and Andrei Yermak would visit Surkov Vladislav, who used to be a person responsible for the Ukrainian question, uh, appointed by President Vladimir Putin uh, as a special envoy uh, to Ukraine. So Yermak and Andrei has a strong connection to Surkov Vladislav and obtains his... Uh, uh, instructions directly from Surkov Vladislav. So this Yermak Andrei uh, allowed Alexei Aristovich to support the words that there is a stalemate and support the fake presidential candidate uh, Alexei Aristovich, who is totally financed from the office of the president uh, Zelensky in order to not let uh, General Zaluzhny to ballot as a presidential candidate in the upcoming presidential elections. In order to, yeah, go ahead. If you have, I was, was going to say palace intrigue, basically. Yeah, it's a palace intrigue, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, in order to uh, counter um, counter that move from the office of the president. Uh, General Zel uh, Zaluzhny uh, did not say any word publicly, uh, but a lot of uh, bloggers um, saw this situation and a couple of uh, new polls appeared showing the increasing popularity of General Zaluzhny for the upcoming presidential elections. So in order to... Uh, to do uh, to to continue this conflict, uh, Andrei Yermak in it, um, had additional moves, and we would like to show you a uh, connection of Andrei Yermak uh, to um, George Soros. And just a couple of days ago, there was a huge. You can see real pictures from the uh, this meeting. There was a huge committee meeting. Uh, that uh, was attended by Alexander Soros. And you can see that this uh, meeting was held by uh, Andrei Yermak, who, once again, we would like to remind you that Andrei Yermak is a secretary of a president. He is not a functional uh, minister. He is not a functional um, polit political position. Uh, political figure in the government of Ukraine. He He's a secretary, he's an aide. He's the chief of uh, secretary. And possibly, and possibly more to Zelensky. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, and uh, we can see the connection of uh, George Soros. So we, mm -hmm. we see that uh, Andrei Yermak likes to surround himself uh, with uh, 
men of influence um, from outside of Ukraine, and Andrei Yermak likes to influence the internal political situation in Ukraine. Well, look Another, at that picture. Look at that picture. They're treating Alex Soros as a dignitary, as a diplomat, and he's just a person that has money, right? I mean, yes, they're, treating, I they're treating him as a as an official of a government. Look at that picture. That's, he's not. Yeah, I see it. I agree. Mm -hmm. Let's continue. So in order to um, probably counter counter the move uh, from or any possible threat from uh, uh, General Zaluzhny, uh, just uh, two days ago, there was, a, there was uh, an accident, a possible, um, uh, possible assassination mm -hmm. that happened to uh, this person on the screen. His name is... Uh, uh, Major Chistikov, and Major Chistikov is one of the uh, aides, advisors, and longtime friend of Chief Commander Zaluzhny. Uh, when this happened, uh, he was killed um, um, by possible grenades uh, and possible um, explosion uh, mm -hmm. caused by either grenades or some, uh, something else in his own house, in his own birthday. Uh, several people were wounded, and uh, Major Chistikov died because of because of that explosion. Uh, three versions, uh, three versions of uh, were voiced uh, in the media immediately. Um, the um, the some of the channels immediately uh, declared that it was a f uh, some accident. Um, General Zaluzhny wrote in his personal uh, Telegram account and personal Facebook account that uh, uh, he doesn't believe in any, any fatal accident. Uh, and uh, apparently, uh, we can uh, we can uh, we can assume that uh, uh, military people and military professionals like Major Chistikov and uh, generals and colonels do not carry grenades and do not uh, allow any weapons in their personal homes um, and uh, based on and on this uh, we can forecast uh, uh, these two uh, theories uh, versions as of right now because uh, none of those um, um, versions have been confirmed officially and uh, two versions um, that are currently discussed in the media and by experts uh, is that Major Chistikov was killed by Ukrainian special forces in the special operations by request of Andriy Yermak in order to uh, hurt uh, General Zaluzhny and any generals that would visit uh, the birthday of Major Chistikov and would, would be present at, in, uh, during his birthday uh, party. And, uh, and there's another version that... Uh, um there was a uh, this special force operation was conducted by some foreign special forces uh because we cannot believe that uh, um any special forces uh, operations led by general karenka or uh, anybody in the military reconnaissance uh, units of ukraine would be um would be able to um to assassinate uh, a personal aide of uh, General Zaluzhny uh, and some other friends of Zaluzhny who would uh, attend uh, the birthday party of uh, Major Chistakov. So that can be uh, another version um, that uh, some special force operations were conducted by foreign 
uh, foreign professionals uh, mm -hmm. with the help of some Ukrainian uh, corrupt uh, special forces. Uh, we, I will continue and we do not see any development of the situation right now. Uh, the official news uh, appeared uh, on this accident that uh, it was uh, a fatal accident and nothing to do with uh, the assassination attempt. Uh, but I personally do not believe this uh, version of uh, the accidents because I have seen so many coincidences of such kind and I personally, I personally do not believe this kind of coincidences to happen with uh, military professionals on the level of uh, colonels uh, and right. chief of staff of, of uh, our army, chief of staff of the army. Uh, this is it for the military situation. Um, we will continue with uh, the Mokran monitor overview. Uh, this is it uh, for this part.